tonight, we are talking about a brief history of Christianity since the early church or since the cross, as well as the uh, apostasy that we read from Thessalonians tonight. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of petition. Now, this word falling away uh, is talking about the falling away of believers from the basic foundational uh, doctrine of the Bible. In other words, the Bible say the day they're waiting for, which is the coming of the Lord, in this case is the rapture when we will be raptured uh, to meet the Lord in the air, that they will not happen un unless these two things will happen. So uh, we'll begin with history of Christianity very quickly. The time from the cross or from the early church up to us now is broken up into 10 uh, sections. The first one is apostolic age and starting from the cross up to about 100 AD. The next one is um, the Nicene uh, period from 180 AD to 321. Now, the apostolic age is all to do with the early church as they spread and setting up churches, etc., including the first uh, seven ecumenical councils. In those days, they set up councils for the Christian church. In this uh, section, the first seven ecumenical churches from 325 to 793 AD, it includes where Christianity became official religion of the Roman Empire. So if you remember, the Roman Empire was very strong at that time when Jesus came. It was the Roman cross uh, that crucified the Lord Jesus Christ. So while the Jews and the early church uh, believers, especially the Jews, were going on about this new religion of Christianity, the Romans were there. But sadly, the Roman Empire uh, had a fall. Remember the story about Humpty Dumpty. That rhyme was created when the Roman Empire fell in 476 AD. And then we go on to the Middle Ages from 800 to 1300 AD. As you know, the Middle Ages is one of the darkest times uh, in the history of the church or, the, or Christianity. Remember, this is the time when the church is only one. From the apostolic age, it's only one church in the world. And the church was controlled from Jerusalem right up to about Middle Age. And uh, the Orthodox Church split away from the Roman Catholic Church in uh, 1054 AD. Now, yeah, the Roman Catholic who took over from the early church believers was the only known official form of Christianity up to that time. Although there still exist believers spreading the gospel, especially after the fall of the Roman Empire. So if you can see, there were not many churches then. The Renaissance period, 1300, uh, that's the time when it changed over from the Middle Age. Remember this. One, two, and three was controlled by the early church, mainly Jews. 
And then in 380, uh, 380 AD, the Roman Empire officially made Christianity uh, their religion, the official religion. So picture that in mind, because this will give a, a clear picture how the Roman Catholicism started. And from 380 onwards, uh, right up to the Middle Age, only the Roman Empire had the church. So remember that. The Roman Empire was the only church uh, from 380 right up to about 1300 AD. Because sometimes we look at the Roman Catholic Church as wrong and all that, but bear in mind, they were all in uh, God's plan, as I will show later on. After the Renaissance, that's when they start moving the church to uh, Europe and, and all that. But they only do that at the fall of the Roman Empire. So they are free to provide Christianity. But the problem at this, uh, this time of history, the Christianity has been uh, mixed up with all sorts of teachings, the Catholic uh, add on the candles, they add on all these other rituals to their beliefs. And they had the popes, you know, in charge of the whole organization. So that's the reason the Orthodox Church break away from them. And then number six, the Reformations from 1500s to 16 AD, 600 AD, Protestantism began by Martin Luther a German uh, monk who didn't believe with all the Catholic things. So he realized for the first time that the gospel uh, in Romans were talking about, we don't have uh, to work for our salvation because up to that time, as the Romans uh, took over Christianity as their official religion, they believed that they had to work to do a lot of things in order to uh, have salvation. But Martin Luther realized uh, that the salvation has already been uh, done. And uh, number seven, we have 17th century, which is the 1600 to 690, about 100 years, 80. The Protestant churches continue to grow. So the Protestant church came from the Catholic church because they didn't agree with it. And uh, next one, number eight, Remember, the Protestant church is the beginning of all the churches. That's when the gospel was printed. That's when they start to take the gospel to the world. And number eight, 18th century, uh, 1791 to 1800 AD, that's when they spread the gospel to the world. So you can see a whole lot of things after the reformations, and it really bring a lot of offshoots of churches around the world. One of them is LMS, and LMS took the gospel to New England in the 18th centuries, uh, London Missionary Societies and uh, all that. So on the 18th century, evangelicalism began. We look at the account in uh, Revelation 2 and 3, the Philadelphian church era was really commended by God with lots of missionary happened around the world at that time. Uh, they are the church that uh, God said they are, it's, a, it's a faithful church. So 
that's about the 18th centuries in the uh, nine, 18th centuries, 1800 to 1900. Uh, that's when the gospel in 1846 arrived in Niue and many other Pacific Islands. So uh, that's the basic history. And the 20th century is basically the 1900. And when we look at the uh, seven churches in Revelation, uh, the 20th century the church began with the Laodicea, around about 1900 to us today. Now, firstly, it was the early church, and secondly, the uh, Roman Catholic took over. And when it comes to year 1054, the Orthodox Church split up. They got away from uh, the Catholic Church. And from the Catholic Church, uh, 1594, the Anglican Church broke away. And you know the story. It was the King of England who didn't like uh, what the Catholic Church was doing. And uh, out of the Anglican Church, there's another breakaway group, which were the Methodists. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on in 1901, the Pentecostals uh, broke away from the Methodists. So Catholics, Anglicans, and Methodists, they were all breakaways or branches from the main uh, early church in the Roman Catholic Church. In 1517, the Lutheran Church break away. The Calvinist uh, reforms, which is the Presbyterian, the Baptist congregations, the Anabaptist and all that. So all these churches are the churches, the one down the bottom are the ones that after the reform to bring in the uh, Protestant churches, and they are the ones who uh, took the gospels around the world. So out of the Roman Catholic Church, we found four main branch of Christianity or expressions of Christianity in the whole world today. The first one is the Roman Catholicism. The second one is Eastern Orthodoxy. And the third one is uh, Protestantism. And number four is Evangelism or Evangelicalism. On the uh, explanation mainstream, classical, liberal, and Pentecostal charismatic, all those four should come underneath the Protestant church. So it should read Roman Catholicism, Eastern Orthodox, Protestants, and under Protestants should be subheadings of mainstream Protestants, classical Protestant, liberal Protestant, Pentecostal charismatic Protestants, and lastly, evangelicalism. And out of the above four, Roman Catholic, Eastern Orthodoxy, Protestants, evangelism, we also found offshoots from them, the cult and grouped with false teachings such as Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, the Imagine Church, and so on. However, the four quadrants all subscribe to what is known as cradle of faith. They all believe in the uh, deity of Christ, the Trinity, the divine birth, and the literal resurrection of Jesus. They all hold to the historical accounts of the Bible, at least officially, despite the fact that they hold many of each other's fundamental views as heretical. Now, underneath the Protestant is mainstream, classical, liberal, and Pentecostal uh, charismatic. Those are the four things that really made Christianity spread around the world. 
that's the time of the reformations and that's the time uh, when we get many churches like Baptist, Presbyterian, Congregation, the Lutheran, the main mainstream church are mainly Anglican, Methodist, they are mainly the old Protestant churches. The classical Protestants, uh, the Lutheran churches in America, they they really believe in the uh, New Testament. The liberal Protestants are very dangerous. They're not growing today. The churches are closing up. The numbers decreased. They are really against Israel. They support uh, things like same sex, those sort of things. As we heard of Bible College of New Zealand, which is now the late law, they were really supporting uh, the Palestinians and not Israel. So those are the examples of the uh, Protestant churches. Newway comes under Protestants, and I think Newway's church is very mainstream. And underneath of the Protestants as well, we have the Pentecostal and the charismatic churches like uh, AOG. People were into charismatic Pentecostal uh, worship and all, all that. So that's the, a brief history of the of the of the Christian Church. Now the last days apostasy, uh, the Roman Catholicism, Eastern Orthodoxy, Protestantism, Evangelism, all of these four main uh, expressions of Christianity, they are all are guilty of falling away from the truth of God. And those who are guilty, they play right into the hands of the Antichrist and the whore of Babylon. But that's a different topic that we will talk about later. So what are some of the last days apostasy we are seeing today from these four main expressions of Christianity? From the Roman Catholicism, we have things like safe rituals called sacraments administered by the church, good works, uh, an atonement in bigotry, Pope as the uh, mediator instead of Christ, confirmation and salvation on baby baptism, candles in churches, many add-ons to scriptures, substantiated Eucharist, beliefs in church fathers, which are dogmas instead of doctrines, practices such as uh, contemplative prayers, Eastern influences brought back by the Crusaders that really uh, influenced the church, pedophilia among its uh, uh, leaders, and that is worse now in, in the Roman church. And many now have abandoned Catholic Church, uh, South America, uh, Europe. They are leaving the Catholic Church. It's dying. Praying to Mary, they're into ecumenical and interfaith. Uh, the Eastern Orthodox Church, uh, what are some of the falling away things happening with them? By the way, the, the countries involved with Eastern Orthodox is Eastern Europe, Ukraine, Romania, Greece, uh, Serbia, Georgia. Uh, all those sort of countries. Just go back on Roman Catholicism. We have countries like uh, European countries, Spain, Italy, South America. But uh, back to Eastern Orthodox, they believe in things like saved through the practice and rituals called sacraments as well, like the Catholic Church, they're in, administered by the church leaders, emphasis on what is known as a theosis, where is the uh, we're in the person of Jesus. God becomes one with man so that man may become one with God. Uh, they also into religious icons that brings metaphysical power into the internal world. 
believes uh, church fathers, not directly from church fathers uh, from the Bible, and into ecumenical and, and, and in the faith as well. And uh, they were once into cradle faith, but now departed uh, from it. Now, what I mentioned before, they were all into the cradle faith. In other words, they believe in Jesus. They were all good to begin with, but they all drifted away now. Protestants, number one, the mainstream uh, Protestants, which includes the church, the Methodists, Presbyterian, Episcopal, uh, Baptist, United Church of Christ, Congregation, Anglican, etc. And the Protestants usually found in America, European countries like the UK, Germany, uh, Denmark, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Netherlands, Switzerland, China. And uh, another branch of Protestants, uh, the classical uh, Protestants, are the Lutherans in the U.S., as I mentioned before. Uh, there's three major denominations in the U.S. under the Lutheran. The Number three, the liberal uh, Protestants. They're really into against Israel, into supporting same-sex. Numbers are decreasing, women taking on leadership, those sort of things. That's the liberal Protestants. It also happened here in New Zealand. They're going against uh, social issues and uh, they're not uh, following the true biblical uh, teaching of the Bible. And number four, uh, Pentecostal, charismatic, like AOG, Baptist, charismatic churches, apostolic, Billy Graham Crusaders. So the very Pentecostals, this group, but they also come out from the Protestants. And uh, lastly, number four, uh, the evangelicals. What are some of the problems we're having with evangelicals following the early church? Literal interpretation of the gospel follows the Bible. Spiritual gifts and ministry gifts. Yeah, they, they exercise the spiritual gifts and ministry gifts into evangelism, missionary work. Uh, full image baptism, uh, belief, uh, literal fulfillment of prophecies. Uh, those are the sort of things that the evangelicals came up with. The reason we uh, I would like to bring this over to you so you can see uh, the different things and some of the problems. I haven't gone through all the problems with those four main expressions of Christianity today. Uh, Roman. Catholicism, uh, the Orthodox, especially the Eastern Orthodox, the Protestants and the Evangelicals. Now, they all have problems. They all have issues. They all move away from the gospel. They all fall away, as we read in Thessalonians tonight. They fall away from the basic teaching of the Word of God. And because of that, they will be into what Revelation says the whore of Babylon or Babylon the Great, which is basically a religious system that looks like true Christianity, but it's not. It's a, it's a whore, it's a prostitute organization that looks like Christianity, but it's not. As you know what prostitute means, it means many husbands. So when we look at things like that, we realize you know, those who are into wrong doctrines and falling away from the proper doctrine of the Bible, they were labeled as 
the prostitute church. It's like uh, having many husbands. Uh, the Bible wants us to only be together with the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. And the last question, so what is a scriptural Christianity or the true church? Be careful what Christian church you are following on. I really felt in my spirit that the world is changing very fast. And what's changing very fast, the worst is in the church and coming in the name of Christianity. As we have learned last year, things like Halloween in Avaseli, they were celebrating Halloween just at the front door of the Avaseli church and things like that. Things like drinking, partying and going to church. Uh, things like pastors uh, not being married. Things like pastors, you know, partying and drinking as well, just like the ordinary people. So not only happening in New York, but it's happening all over the place. So what I'm trying to say to you all tonight, be careful which Christianity you're following. The only closest Christianity now close to the Bible is the evangelicals. But even the evangelicals have their problems because they have people like the hyperfaith who into replacement theology. You only go and look on TV, you can see pastors, people like Copeland, who use the church to own lots of money and to buy mansions for themselves. Benny Hinn, who have lots of funny teaching. So be strong when you see these things. Don't feel angry when a brother tell you that they are all wrong, but save your life, save your family, save yourself while you can, and don't just follow. Watch out the music, Christian music you follow. Watch out with the teachings you are listening to on YouTube, Christian teachings. Always check what platform, who else sharing the same platform with you, with them, and all those things. You, you know, it's coming a time now where you need to really test the spirit coming out there, not only to follow because it's a Christian organization. Catholic, I believe, keep out of it. Eastern Orthodox who are really into icons and you can just go and look at their church services, you know, keep away from them. Pentecostals, four branches of Pentecostals, one to keep away, liberals. You hear Christians talking about it's okay to drink, it's okay to smoke, it's okay to have same sex, keep away from them. They are promoting those things now in the name of Christianity, and it's wrong. Pentecostal, charismatic movements, they are okay, but still some issues there. But, the, but Protestants and the Reformed churches really brought about evangelicalism in the 18th century. That's the only one you should follow. But go only not to go too far into following all the hyper-faith, prosperity teaching, keep away from all this rubbish. They are the ones falling away uh, under Christianity and keep away from most of the uh, television uh, evangelists who are really into money, into material things, who taught the Abrahamic covenant. They've gone too far with that. Be careful. That's the end of the message tonight. I hope you pick something out. It's a type of message where you have to go and check it out yourself and see how Christianity came through the years since the early church up to us today because 
those who are using uh, Christianity wrongly, they will end up in the group called the whore or the prostitute or Babylon. It's really talking about the history of the world and the religious system that is really going against uh, believers. So that's the message tonight. Remember, be very careful what type of Christianity you're following because you might end up in the whore of Babylon. So God bless you all. Let us pray, Heavenly Father. We thank you for tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your word. It's always powerful, always convicting. And uh, we know, Father, tonight that there's something you're trying to tell us. And I just pray that all the people listening to the message tonight are blessed. Uh, even though if it's uh, deep or hard to understand, I pray that you come to see um, the background of how the church comes to us today and where we stand in these last days before Jesus comes. We need to be in the right uh, group, which compromises the bride of Christ, the future wife of Christ. And we pray, Lord, that we discern well and uh, we select well and we decide well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.